Welcome to the Hidden Money Podcast, our very first inaugural episode. I am Kevin Schneider and joined with Mike Pine. Hi, Mike. Hi, Kevin. We're excited to do this for a multitude of reasons, but the main reason is where we got our title for the podcast, Hidden Money, in the tax code. Buried deep in the tax code, there are so many opportunities that so many taxpayers don't know about. And unfortunately, a lot of tax practitioners don't know about either. Just for example, we got a new client about five or six years ago who had sold off part of his business. And unfortunately, the statute of limitations had applied. There was one small area in the tax code that said he was not subject to the net investment income tax. And he paid over a million dollars in tax that he shouldn't have paid. A million dollars. And once he came to us, three-year statute of limitation had just passed. And we tried any way we could. We talked with tax attorneys. We did our best to get the statute of limitations open. If he would have met with us six months earlier, that million dollars would be in his pocket now. Unfortunately, that million dollars is gone forever. That was hidden money that he should have had. That was hidden money that he could have used to help grow our economy. That was hidden money that he lost because he didn't know where it existed. So we're hopeful that we can help all of our listeners avoid such situations and keep their money, grow our economy. And we truly do believe it's your patriotic duty to keep as much money in your hands to grow the economy than to let disappear in the IRS or Department of Treasury Neverland. So not only saving people actual cash on their taxes, but if you get into the details a little bit more of what we're trying to accomplish, it's actually providing freedom for clients. And I'm not talking just financial freedom. I'm talking freedom from a broader subject of time, energy, stress. Mike, give us, give me an example of a time when an entrepreneur came to you and you not only helped them on the tax side of things, but you actually made a difference in their family life by giving them time or reducing that stress. Wow. There's so many, Kevin. One great example, more recent from the COVID era is we have a long-term client who's become a close friend of mine. He runs a business, an entrepreneur, he employs a lot of people, and COVID hit. His particular business, there was no way to continue earning any type of revenue during COVID. And he called me up, panicked. Hey, everything shut down. There's nothing we can do. I've spent 20 years building this business, and all I see is we got to shut our doors. And it's fun to be part of basically a business counselor or part of their board of advisors when things like that happen. And I was able to help remind them to, hey, just take a deep breath. You've got a great business. This COVID thing most likely isn't going to be permanent. There's something that we can do here. Let's figure it out. This guy's such an incredible guy. And he makes changes and benefits so many lives. So he actually went to all of his employees and said, look, guys, we don't have any revenue to pay payroll. We have a little bit in savings. We're going to get some of this triple P loan that we're going to be able to maybe keep a quarter of the people on payroll. But he went and actually asked every single employee, can you please come with me the minimum or the smallest amount that we can pay you to keep your family through until we can get back to operations? And all but a couple of his employees came with major pay cuts. And of course, he tracked it, being the guy that he is, and tracked how much he was underpaying everybody. And then once they made it through COVID and were able to start reopening, he actually, while they were still on payroll, since there was no client service to offer, they worked on retooling their systems and processes, and they got a lot better. And then on the other side of the shutdowns, they started going back into business, and then he was able to give everyone back their normal salary. And this guy, the first profits he finally made 
He took that and paid back his employees all of what they had been underpaid mm. over time, which is amazing. He didn't have to do that. It wasn't a written agreement. No one expected him to do that, but that's the type of owner and client and friend of ours that he is. Mm. All that profit that he paid back to them, he had nothing. He basically literally given up almost every bit of net worth he had to keep his business going, to keep his employees paid, and then doing the right thing, or what he does was the right thing, by catching them back up with what they would have made. No one had told him about the ERTC, or Employment Retention Tax Credit, and just an awesome tax credit that was available for every business that was out there during COVID. We told him about that and got him working with a specialist, and he was back in business again. All of his profit was gone to paying his employees for the first six months. We got him over three quarters of a million dollar in a tax credit. Now, this is, again, that's more hidden money in the tax code and the constantly changing and evolving tax code. He got that, and again, I was hoping he would take that for himself. He took some of it, a good bit for himself. He took some great time off, but he also gave most of his people in the firm a raise. And that was changing lives. It was seeing him change lives. And it was just this one small area of the tax code that came out during a lot of the COVID legislation that made a big difference because he kept these employees on. The government incentivized. That's what the government wanted him to do. And he was rewarded it with nearly three quarters of a million dollars. I think it was a little bit more of a tax credit. He got three quarters of a million dollars in tax credit. And that is life changing, life changing for him, for his family, life changing for all of his employees. So there's so many stories like that, Kevin. Yeah. I'm reminded of one as well, where we were, this was probably four or five years ago and we had a client come in and she adopted two, two little babies and she came into our office and she told the story of these babies that were not having their diapers changed and they were in the system and all this stuff. And they were just terrible off. They weren't being cared for. So they decided to take them under, take them in. It was, if anyone's ever been through an adoption process, it is expensive. It is very timely, costly. And at the end of the day, they spent over $30,000 to adopt these two children. And the first thing as a tax advisor, my just, my alarm's going off of adoption credits and things like that. Looking at the prior tax return they came to us, the adoption was finalized the prior year. The prior CPA did not even catch on that they adopted two children. They just put it on the tax return. There's two new dependents. Great. That's, that was, at the time, it was probably $12,000 tax deduction or somewhere around there. What was missed is the amount you pay for that domestic adoption. You can get credits against your taxes, and they paid $30,000. We were able to amend that return and get a significant refund. I think it was nearly $28,000 of refund coming to them. And they just completely bypassed it, missed. It was just a missed opportunity for $28,000. So there's so many just small little nuances of the tax code like that, that the tax code is so burdensome and big. And it is hard for one CPA, a sole practitioner, which is where she came from, to understand all those pockets. So that's why Mike and I, we partner together because we can tackle more of the code, but also we have a team available to tackle code too, because it's Mm. too extensive for one person to sit in a cubicle and mull over. It's impossible. And so seeing things like that, that just, that stirs my passion more and more because not only is it for a good cause, adopting two children in a bad situation, oh my gosh, that's amazing. And at the time they were self-employed too, and it was harder times for them too. And that $30,000, they were just so grateful for it. So just seeing that 
I just love seeing those kinds of opportunities out there. What a great example. And again, there was just money hidden within the tax code, overlooked. They didn't know about mm -hmm. it. And it was life-changing. That's another good example of why these incentives exist in our tax code. Those kids needed a good home. They needed parents that loved them. They needed safety. They needed shelter. And they found it through the goodness of our client. And the IRS or the Congress had come together with the tax code that said, hey, we will help you if you do those things. It's better. Our nation is better for it if you do those things. And here's some financial incentive to help you do those things. Now, granted, we know the tax code in that particular case, didn't give her near enough money to raise those kids, but it certainly helped <laughs> for a little while, right? Raising kids oh, is yeah. expensive. Oh, yeah. A great example yeah, of and money in the tax code. Yeah, you carry a lot on your shoulders. And hidden this these hidden money ideas are not going to solve all your problems, but it sure helps. It sure takes that stress off if we're able to work alongside our entrepreneurs or just families who are having a unique situation to develop and create more cash flow for them. This is how we were raised and grown up as CPAs when we went to college and accounting schools. It was all to be after the fact. It was look at what they did last year and put the numbers on the right lines. There's no value to add there. And that's how so many people and so many tax practitioners look at tax. But by proactively tax planning, you can change your taxes. You can change your footprint. You can change your financial freedom in real time before December 31st. Once December 31st has come around, you're going to pay what you're going to pay. There might be a few adjustments you can make here or an IRA contribution you can make before you file your taxes, but proactive tax planning is how someone should plan in general, I think, for taxes. And Kevin said, everyone's got a different situation. So you can't just read tax for dummies and be ready to go. You can't just hire one tax specialist that's great in one area and be able to help all of you in all of your situations. But one of the quotes that I've heard multiple times, and it's true, not sure if it's exactly to the right decimal point, but less than one half of 1% of the tax code actually involves the levying or the assessment of taxes. 99.5% or more of the tax code involves and includes opportunities. It's incentives that our society, our Congress, the people of this country have come together and said, these are the things that we want to incentivize that will help our economy, that will help everyone in the economy, that will improve our national security. Like I've said many times, it is our patriotic duty to save as much taxes as we can to grow the economy and not watch the money just disappear in Neverland at the Treasury Department. All of those opportunities exist. They're hidden in the tax code. That's where we come up with hidden money. And it's really cool whenever you see a client who utilizes different strategies combined together. Because what we're going to mm. do is we're going to talk about specific strategies, maybe real estate, oil and gas, entity structuring, or retirement, or we're going to have a lot to talk about about a lot of things. But once you start implementing all these strategies or multiple of these strategies, then you're going to start seeing a tax strategy snowball you're going to start seeing that momentum pick up. And I actually had a client last year. He was a high 1099 earner. He made over a million dollars as a contractor. So first step is I was like, you're going to get hammered with not only income tax, but self-employment tax. So mm -hmm. we got him into an S corporation and we can get into what all that kind of entails later, but saving a lot on self-employment tax right off the bat. Through discussions with him, he had two rental properties he owned. Then on top of that, he bought a new truck. 
He works from home. All these small things, and they're not even small, but in the big picture, we were able to utilize two real estate holdings that he had because he actively managed them. And he's a 1099 contractor in real estate. So he's a real estate professional by nature. So we were able to use his real estate holdings. We were able to S-corp him and save a lot of self-employment tax. Then we're able to bring in a new truck he bought for 70 grand. No truck is cheap these days. He bought a $70,000 truck, which is about normal. And we were able to utilize all these things that he had no idea about real estate and cost segregation and accelerated depreciation. And he didn't know about it. When he came to us, we were able to take all these moving pieces and put them together into a tax plan, saved him nearly over $300,000. And he was just floored. And so that is why Mike and I get up in the morning. Kind of. Yeah. So you had a client come in. He's already got his business businesses going on, his holdings going on. He didn't take any yeah. actual new business action or transaction. He'd done all this. And if he wouldn't have unwrapped and unpeeled what hidden money was available for him in the tax code and met with you, you're saying, even though he didn't change his business, even though he didn't change the fact that he already owned a truck, he didn't buy a new one, he didn't go buy new real estate property, he was just sitting there. And if he would have just gone on without uncovering the hidden money, he'd have paid almost $300,000 in new tax. Bingo. He did not change a thing. He did not change the way he operates his business, his day-to-day. He didn't go loan more money. He had all this tax deduction and tax benefits sitting there. And he just had to tap into it and understand. And that just starts with knowledge. So we had to diagnose the problem. He had a big tax problem. Then we were able to diagnose that. And then we were able to administer the medicine and basically heal him. Could you imagine what he, he's just... Head over heels, right? 300K in his pocket. And he didn't have to do a thing except find the right information. So, Kevin, I have a good general question for you. Again, generally speaking, how should someone plan for taxes in general? What a broad question. I think a good (laughs) place to start, first, you have to know what the problem is. You have to diagnose, just like a doctor, right? You go into a doctor. They're not just going to start throwing medicine and pills at you. First, you have to know what the problem is. What are we attacking? And that's always going to be the first step. Where's your income coming from? What's your income coming from next year, two years, three years from now? We have to be a little forward thinking here. But once we know what the problem is, do you have earned income problem? Do you have a high W-2? Are you a 1099 contractor for the first time? Are you, do you have a really nice portfolio kicking off interest, dividends, capital gains? Are you about nearing retirement when you're going to hit some required minimum distribution issues? Are you invested into some businesses that you don't manage? Is that passive income? Do you own rental properties? Everybody's different. But what's really cool is that the tax code is actually designed to help you not pay tax. But I would caution people. There's only, there was only a few things these people could do in the month of December, and they had to move really fast. If they would have come to us or if they went to someone else that knows the tax code that's a good proactive tax strategist versus a tax preparer, there would have been a lot more things they could have probably done. This applies to anyone who pays taxes. If you're not paying taxes, you probably can't save taxes. Let's just be honest there. But if you are paying taxes, whether you're an employee, you own your own business, whether you're a partner in a partnership, there are always ways to mitigate taxes. It doesn't always make sense to. Sometimes one of the sayings that we say around here a lot is you should never let your tax tail wag your business or investment dog. 
So sometimes they're a great opportunity to save taxes and it makes no sense for you. But you should know what those options are. You should be able to evaluate your options and your opportunities. And that's what this podcast is all about. What kind of challenges for 2023? We don't. We know COVID happened, so it's un- impossible to foresee something could happen tomorrow and the tax code could change overnight, just like in COVID. But what, as a present now, present day, what are some opportunities and challenges you see, Mike, and how can we prepare for 2023 tax planning to start getting proactive about these hidden money ideas? I know you, my partner, is not asking me to predict the future on something that's going to be public and evergreen, Never. right? Well, thanks, brother. Whatever 2023 holds, whether we have a big recession, whether we come out of the recession, whether we have super high inflation, whether or not, there are going to be opportunities. There's always opportunities. So I figured there's a few things that could happen, at least a few things that could happen in 2023. Interest rates could keep going higher as the Fed tries to control inflation. We could see hyperinflation. If that happens, there's still going to be plenty of opportunities. First of all, Congress, one thing we can always trust with our politicians is they want to get reelected. Some of them really care about the country. I suspect a lot of them just care about their power. But regardless, they all want to get reelected. So if we have super high inflation, which is going to slow economic growth greatly, they're going to come out with legislation that offers more incentives. There's going to be opportunities and hidden money opportunities in that legislation. There's also going to be, in a bad economy, great deals. You're going to be able to buy incredible investments or businesses at great discounts. You're going to be able to buy real property at great discounts. So... We see hyperinflation in a stagnant economy or even a recession economy, there's going to be opportunities. Maybe we actually get this soft landing that the Fed's trying to, to, to land. If that happens, it's certainly a possibility. There are still going to be opportunities. So we're going to be coming out and hopefully ready and positioned for some more great growth. Those are great opportunities. There's going to be, again, one thing I do foresee, if not in 2023, certainly by the 2024 election, there's going to be tax law changes. Every time the tax law has changed, anytime there's new tax law, there are opportunities to find your hidden money and keep it. Whether they raise taxes, there's hidden money. They lower taxes, there's hidden money. So I would say, regardless of what happens in 2023, Kevin, there's opportunities and you should use it, leverage off of it. One of the things I'm so fond of saying is don't be a victim to the tax code. Choose to take advantage of the tax code. Use it to your advantage. If you put your head in a hole like an ostrich and just hate the tax code away, it's just going to take advantage of you. You're going to be a victim to it. Don't be a victim. Take advantage of it. There's so many opportunities there. If it changes, there's more opportunities. If it doesn't change, there's still opportunities. So I see opportunity in 2023. What do you see, Kevin? I see the same. And I like what you just said there. Don't be a victim because... What other area in your life can you just ignore and it's going to fix itself? If you have an issue with your business, can you just go on vacation or just lock yourself in a room and just go, I don't want to even want to deal with this and it'll go away. Taxes are scary. They can be. But that's why when you have professionals and that's where Mike and I can help is if you don't have a strong tax strategist around you. If you've never worked with a CPA or you just don't want to deal with it or your current relationship is I drop paperwork off at my tax preparer and then I hear from them a month later with a final result. 
that you're not attacking anything. We can be proactive and we can grow our wealth using the IRS code. And that's where CPAs can help. So if you don't have advisor, if you don't have a strong tax strategist around you or a team around you, which we'll get into also is you need that financial advisor. You need that attorney. You need that CPA. We all play our roles. We all play our part to give you a good, strong outlook and financial picture and making sure you're taken care of holistically and not just in one area. So if you don't have one, please reach out to us. Our website will be in the, sh in the description and notes. If you want to discuss with us, we'll be more than happy to talk about your personal situation a little bit, get to know you a little bit and see how we can provide value to you and find those hidden money pockets that suit you and that can go to you. If you do have a CPA and you like that relationship, cultivate that more. Mm -hmm. Get to be more proactive. Take ownership of your taxes. Don't just sit by and trust that they're doing it. They may be very good. They may You may love that relationship, but take the first step going, hey, I want to meet with you on a quarterly basis. I want to meet with you on a semi, at least semi-annual basis. Talk about my year. Hey, what's new in the tax code? This is where my family's going. What can we do to utilize the tax code to, in our situation? So just be more mindful of taking ownership of this tax dog that's sitting in front of us and use it to your advantage. Amen to that. And again, whatever CPA you're working with or tax advisor you're working with, think of that Jerry Maguire quote, help me help you. <laughs> we can't help our clients if they don't call us before they enter into a large transaction. We can't help our clients if they won't respond to our emails or calls all year. Your CPA can't either. You need to help them help you or help us help you. Be in a good constant bilateral relationship with your tax planning team and look for a tax planner, not a tax preparer. There's a big difference. A tax planner, a tax strategist can make a world of difference. You think it's, you think I'm exaggerating when I say we probably saved over a hundred people, at least five or six digits in taxes, at least five digits just in the month of December alone that were new clients to us. I was meeting with five a day. You were probably meeting with five a day plus our team. Yeah, I think that's reasonable. And it, that was the beauty of it is even though it was in December, we're able to put the pedal to the metal and get some things in action before your end. That is awesome. We see that almost every single day. If not every day, multiple times a week. Hundreds of thousands of dollars in tax saving. Even if you are a straight W-2 earner, an employee, not much you can do, right? You would think there are so many available options to you and significant options. Not, I'm not talking we're going to save a few thousand dollars on tax. I'm saying we're going to save tens of thousands of dollars of tax against your W-2 income while investing into opportunities that are going to grow your wealth, which is the big goal here. Our goal here is wealth growth while we're saving taxes and the tax savings are going to really expedite your wealth growth because you're able to take the savings today that you save on tax and you're able to redeploy that either into another investment or to grow your business or something along those lines. So the time value of money is so powerful. So if we can save you 30, 40 grand today in tax, that is worth reinvesting that and growing that on a multiple. So that is also what I'm really passionate about is just how much can I solve today to save you tax to grow it? And then next year, there's going to be probably new tax law, new opportunities. Your business might change. This it's a living and breathing kind of tax plan, right? We never just set a tax plan and go and set it. So it's, it's constant communication, proactive communication. And again, 
whatever CPA you're working with or tax advisor you're working with, think of that Jerry Maguire quote, help me help you. Most people think of taxes only as an expense. In each episode of the Hidden Money Podcast, we will bust this myth and reveal ways you can use taxes to your advantage because there's wealth inside the tax code. There's hidden money there.